0: hey kids we're back welcome to episode 19 episode 20 is already released for some reason so we're going backwards and then forward Uh, yeah i'm here with anton and wallen hi hello you guys know why the What are we talking about today, Olaan?
1: Today we are talking about um, the famous set that never got uh, its recognition, uh, Scryings. Um, uh, there were big plans for Scryings, but nothing really happened with it. It just got coroned away.
0: Well, what do you mean? Oh, like for the main event?
1: I is. mean, if if we had a Scryings with uh, a NoobCon, a real NoobCon with Scryings, it probably would have... Uh, been more popular than it is today. Mm. uh, That's my guess.
0: So should we jump in uh, on what scryings actually is for the few people that might not be up to date with it? Anton, you you like scryings. What do you know about it?
2: I do enjoy scryings. Uh, Yeah, I have to agree with Olan there. It was a real shame because the thought behind this expansion as it is to old school, regular old school. It's insanely well designed and it never got the real recognition. But I know everyone in the community that really, really enjoys it, or the idea behind it at least.
3: Mm.
2: So, Scryings is an expansion uh, from uh, or for old school, um, adding, uh, help me out there, it's Fallen Empires up to Weatherlight. Yes. Uh, with is it 116 cards, mm, right?
1: Yeah, I think so. Yeah, 116, it says on uh, the old school MTG blog. So. Yeah. So it's uh,
2: hand picked, sherry picked, and uh, really like outweighted w- what could be new cool archetypes, what could like add spice and more nuance to old school.
0: Yeah. Basically. So... It, it's meant to be played in the, with old school rules. And uh, as you guys talked about, the first tournament or before NoobCon uh, that became the first NoobCon, uh, it got released. Uh, like we had spoiler seasons and everything about it going on. And Weep we had yeah. some brewer sessions going also. Uh,
1: well, we had a release draft here in Gothenburg
0: yeah yeah you started off with that, um, that also. because
1: uh, magnus actually made real boosters uh, and we had a booster draft uh, which i sadly did not win i finished sure. second uh so that, that's <laughs> pretty bad but i got First a loser yeah but i i got the, the fine price of one of the three remaining unopened boosters so uh, you I still have them. it yeah i own it for my booster collection uh nice. it's my m- it's probably my most expensive booster I've owned um, yeah. ever. Uh, cool. And then I uh, like the first big tournament uh, with Scranks was Arvika, actually.
0: Okay. Uh, okay. So, like uh, Arvika usually has a tournament. Is it February? Arvika Festival. Okay. Yeah. And they give out. The, do they have sharks? No, now? No, no, They had, no, had a shark. No, but no? not
1: not the festival. Okay. Okay. That's the autumn tournament that has sharks. So that the, the, the festival is the oldest tournament there, and they reward the winner of festival. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I think the winner there got a full set of scryings in a, in like a, like a, some kind of plaquette, really huh. big one, <laughs> one, hundred sixteen cards, which he had to take this on is... the train or train or something. Yeah.
2: Yeah. The hype here, the hype behind this expansion is insane. Yeah. It's
1: such a shame
2: Corona and, fucked it up.
1: And I I bought four of every card and eight of every common, so I could we can actually draft it with my cards. So, uh, hmm. but it's not a great draft set. Yeah, you <laughs> did actually draft it as yeah, you mentioned in the um,
0: pre-release thingy. <laughs> yep.
2: Yeah, it kind of feels it it needs the the some core seven sets, core yeah. sets. Yeah, yeah,
0: for sure. Maybe with with one
1: core set of some or something uh, like that. Yeah, maybe with fourth edition or something, mm. uh,
0: because you're
1: basically drafting cards that have synergies with nothing in the set. Yeah, well, well. To be to, to be fair, I I don't know anything about draft. I'm the, probably the worst drafter ever. So, uh, so I haven't drafted much at all. So I, I shouldn't really evaluate the. Uh, Yeah, but it it goes without
2: saying that this expansion is designed with the seven original expansions in mind. So I think it doesn't sound like too surprising that drafting just scrying boosters will have some weird pickings for sure.
1: Yeah, uh, but overall, otherwise, um, I'm mainly positive to the set.
2: And I'm extremely excited to the set. Like this is the best thing, perhaps after pre-modern. I think yeah. this is this set is so fun. Uh,
1: I have I have one small problem with scranks. There's there's only one small problem for me with this set, uh, and that is uh, fallen empires. Um, and hear me out here, because uh, in in America they play with fallen empires in their rule sets. So yeah. basically here we. Take away a lot of Fallen Empires cards from their rule sets and add a couple of Fallen Empires cards. Um, so there's there's a problem with with like implementing scryings in in the US formats. Uh, so basically, yeah. we get Daryl, and Pump Knights, but we don't get Hymn. We get Grenade uh, and we get yeah. Deep Spawn. We get like most of the good cards uh, except uh, Hymn. Nobody yeah. likes
0: Hymn. I can see that, like, we, we played an... No, I played. I played an old, old tournament and where Fallen Empires was allowed, and Hank uh, who organizes it, he decided to have it restricted. Uh, and, like, old school, you don't want to restrict cards, but, uh, yeah, maybe it's not fun. I don't know why. It's uh, probably a good decision, but I agree a bit with, like, having Fallen Empires... Today, we are talking about cards that we uh, like, like or appreciate in <laughs> Scryings and going through it, it's, you can't really take in Fallen Empires cards then because
1: you, you see it or have seen it in play. Uh, yeah, well, uh, I, I must say that non, uh, none of the Fallen Empires cards are one of my favorite cards from this set because I, I played them and seen them in, um, in Atlantic and EC. Um, yeah so, so th- th- that's that's my problem it's like um like i
0: love org for instance and i would probably have it on a list if it wasn't in Fallen lamp and if i hadn't played it uh, in atlantic and stuff like so, that so
1: yeah th- that's my only problem it's like it's not a uh, clean solution r- with regards to to the american formats
2: huh. Uh, this is uh, this is kind of a cool dynamic today then, cuz I have never played like EC or Atlantic. I yeah. do only play Swedish Old School. Well, uh if, so if you my, only play yeah.
1: swe- if you only play Swedish Old School, I see this this set is a uh, 10 out of 10. Yeah. For me it's a uh, 9 out of 10 and that's because the fo- fallen emperors um, yeah. weirdness. Uh, I understand
2: that.
0: But Anton you have been playing a bit Uh, we talked about it like online since we're not meeting (laughs) yet at least uh, playing but uh, you have played it uh, locally a bit and uh, tried it out
2: yeah we've had some local uh, tournaments uh, with it and we had like last year when we had the Swedish Nationals in Legacy we also hosted like an old school scryings tournament uh, which was really great Uh, and then yeah I like to pick up scryings once in a while, and we have some brewers here in Arshaspeak, where I live. So, I have not get like bored at all of it, and I feel like there's so many cool new decks and archetypes which just can be improved and like, yeah, playtesting yeah, a lot
0: with. I, I feel it's kind of unexplored in yep. that sense. We did have the Noob Com, uh, as we talked about. Uh, I think. Jeff White took first place, and yeah. he played uh, some cards in it. Tithe yep. uh, and sa- what's it sa- Sacred Mesa, I think. Yeah, Sacred Mesa. I think those are basically. I think
2: he had a certain orb, If I don't misremember, yeah, uh, but yeah, L- L- war legacy were Some cool cards. Uh,
0: but did we see or have we seen any other cards? What's your uh, like thoughts on scryings uh, as you played it a bit also
1: along? No? Yeah, well, I played. I think I played eight different archetypes uh, in this yeah. format. So, so I played it quite a lot. Uh, and there's still a lot of I haven't played a single John deck yet um, for some reason I don't <laughs> know why. Uh, there's a lot of John decks <laughs> being able to build. Uh, for uh, the
0: listeners, uh, Ollon is making fun of me.
1: Yeah, always
0: wanting if, if to it b- isn't
1: clear enough. Yeah,
2: we're yeah. laughing at Seb, not with Seb. Yeah, <laughs> um,
1: but yeah, I think um, I think the best part with scryings is that uh, it's uh, good for combo decks. Uh, yeah which is great. oh yeah uh, uh, and uh, also also graveyard based decks uh, oh yes yeah.
4: yeah. some
1: some nice and there's not just a deep spawn there's some other cards for graveyard decks as well uh, so so it's interesting um to, to be able to play certain archetypes that's only been able to to be playable in in um, american rule sets like reanimator is unplayable in swedish yeah, oh. some people play it, but it's unplayable. Uh, mm. Get over it. Uh, but <laughs> in, scrying, in Scrying, it's a good archetype, uh, suddenly. Mm. So if you have your bazaars, uh, you can actually make them work for you.
0: Yep. Uh, and since we did see some Scryings and some people have been playing it, uh, was your first reactions true to what you thought would be good? Do you have some cards? Like you mentioned Suran Orb there, Anton.
2: Yeah, I think um, I don't want to overlap too much with what we're going to do next, Mm -hmm. but uh, I think like one card that was obviously strong now would be River Boa. Like Mm -hmm. that one had some hype. Uh, Obviously the deep spawn, um, if you're accustomed to Swedish, like now you could actually play reanimate. And Serenorb would be a control like staple basically.
1: Um, I think that Surin Orb is probably one of the most overrated yeah. cards in this set. Uh, I'm
2: just uh, talking from, like, the hype
1: back then. Yeah, yeah. and it's yeah. like, yeah. Uh, yeah. and if we discuss, like, what, what happened, it's like, a lot of people, like, oh, you can't play aggro with Sur and Orb in the format. I don't agree with that at all. Uh, no, I like, agree also. I it's
0: about th- resources more than... Uh, like only life. Then I
1: also think that there's there's some a lot of cards that interact with uh, with land tax, uh, it's like Siren Orb <laughs> and Undiscovered Paradise. So there there's a lot mm. of weird archetypes. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, yeah. So so I started my first deck that I played in the Arvika uh, festival was uh, a white black art uh, land tax uh, sacred mesa deck. The problem was i didn't play against creature decks because that deck could basically not lose against creature decks uh uh, Mm. and even like even like cards like mangara's blessing against this card Uh, yeah so there's uh, there's a lot of weird cards for weird archetypes
0: yeah Uh, i I just want to since uh, what we're doing is we actually Thought of uh, picking out five cards that you like. We don't know each other's picks, so they might uh, be some same picks. But I don't, I don't think so, since I chose only jund cards, uh, and Orland shows uh, not jund cards. Maybe that's
1: I mean, okay at least. I mean, <laughs> I'm, I'm, I think I might have one uh, or two overlaps with Anton. Uh, yeah. Uh, but I don't think I have more than one or two overlaps with Anton, uh, and I don't uh, think I, I don't think I have any overlaps with Josep. No, or I th- just
0: th- want to before we go into them. Uh, I wanted to uh, like briefly give the listeners some insight into what cards actually are played that we might not uh, take out uh, have in our f- like <laughs> favorite five cards or something, because we. Probably right, we didn't choose the cards that we uh, I'm I'm thinking about cards like we mentioned, uh Surin Orb or maybe Latnam's legacy. Yeah. It was it's a bit played. tight maybe, I don't know.
2: Yeah, I was gonna unless someone named Tithe, I was gonna name Tithe as my fifth. Yeah. But yeah, it's pretty obviously it's bonkers. Um So, so we,
0: we, we did see some of those cards like a Miser of uh, yeah or at least uh, a bunch of those cards in, uh, I in mean- uh, big tournament of Noobcom and some other small tournaments.
2: But, like, just let's just discuss Tithe for, like, 30 seconds. Also, this card, it's um, it's great in control. It's great in aggro. It adds, like, a whole new level of mana fixing. And it combines well with, like, Imperial Armor. It's such a great card. Um, and, like, you can play Armageddon to combo. It, it has so much, like reach so in the format
0: Imperial armor I d- have <laughs> not seen that uh, being no, played but that's didn't. also in the set yeah uh, so you get plus X plus X for each double uh, of cards in your hand uh, and uh, like tithe uh, I agree it's such a like value card yeah. uh, you get one planes if you have fewer lands than an opponent you may search your library for an additional plane cards uh, and you put them in your hand and then you shuffle afterwards so not only do you get like a, play, a, a land, you get a plane's card yeah. so you can fetch a Tundra or something. Yeah. And then like, sure, it makes a bunch of cards in the set give shuffle, refla- uh, mm-hmm. sh- get you shuffling. So Sylvan Library gets yeah. better and exactly. stuff like that. Yeah. Uh, so let's
2: not maybe... talk more about Tithe, but yeah, li- yeah. like <laughs> it should be mentioned that it's insane. It's uh, it's a good
1: card. I don't think it's insane, um, but yeah. Yeah, <laughs> uh, we're we're trying to uh, uh, <laughs> also pump up the feelings about Scries here. I mean, the, the thing with Typh, it made it suddenly made Plateau playable, uh, yeah, wh- exactly. which is which is interesting. Yeah, um, mm, yeah right. And it's uh, Plateau is not very, very often played. It's like uh, some Fantasy Sword or Lion Bolt deep decks that can play it, but yeah, uh, yep. but otherwise it's not really really played. I mean, a Matt Harper, White Red Control obviously plays it, but it, it's very few people that use it. So yep. the, the, mm. that's that's a good thing with Typh. uh I don't think it makes Savannah C play, um, which is sad. Mm. Mm. uh but also like some cards that are that are played are like the pump knights but they are fallen empire so they are obviously yeah, good yeah. as they are everywhere uh another yeah. card which i don't know if anyone has picked but i don't think so is an interesting card is gerard's wisdom mm. Uh, mm. A,
0: i thought about it a bit but yeah. i didn't choose
1: it it's it's an interesting card um uh, i i don't know if it's good bad or decent Mm.
0: so it's life gain that is kind of actually it's if if you're playing Ivory Towers in the sideboard it's probably better in some instances I guess, I don't know Yeah, it yeah.
2: competes with some tough, uh, like both Surinorba and Ivory Tower um,
1: but yeah, and Mangara's Blessing
2: and Mangora's Blessing, yeah
0: for sure no. but
2: it's uh, a sweet but
1: card. maybe we
0: should just like delve into our Picks. And then we can uh, end our talk with uh, some honorable mentions. most eager person <laughs> about
2: scrying. So. Yeah, I'm really glad I got invited to do this with you guys, because uh, this is a great set. Uh, okay, my first pick is on uh, Ranger. Uh, a card it was basically when I saw scryings and Quirin Ranger was revealed I knew that this is the card I'm going to brew around with. Because um, let's face it, scryings have made green enormously better like green had one deck in old school swedish old school that worked now we have some very cool new tools so the thing with current ranger i mean the basic thing is it's more or less your mox emerald number two to five um, mm. so you so
0: you uh, yeah you want to say what it does. yeah i
2: want to say what okay yeah uh, it's a one one um, green elf for green one green mana uh, and it has an ability that says you can bounce a forest uh, once each turn to untap target creature. So the the first and like probably most common combo with it is you, you combine it with uh, Mana Dorks. Dun Elves, mm. Birds of Paradise, whatever. Yeah. So meaning you play... It's, you can
0: only use it once each yeah. uh, turn.
2: But it but means yeah. that on turn one, you play birds. On turn two, you can use your still your same forest, which you deploy the birds with. You tap your birds for one mana, you uh, play the ranger, obviously, of the forest, and you untap uh, the birds with bouncing the forest, replay the forest, and tap the birds again, and you net a lot of mana. Um, But the interesting thing with ranger is how well it synergizes with other stuff, like stasis. Now we got a card that can pay stasis upkeep every turn. You can just bounce to a tropical island and replay it. Uh, you can um, do some cool. Have you
0: seen any of those decks?
2: No, I have not. But no. have um... you Uh No. Um... no. Uh, okay. Yeah, I'm not saying like it's great. I'm just talking about synergies here. Like, so if you come from like say pre-modern, where Queen Ranger is kind of a staple, we don't have the luxury of having jewels, and here we have it, and um, that opens up. Quite some space. Uh, we can combine it with um, Winter Orb. I have tweaked a lot with that. Um, so you you like you place an ability that affects everyone, but you make it unbalanced by just bouncing your land or replay it. And you can un- mm-hmm. untap another land. So you, you get this, uh, not this energy. Uh, what's the opposite of parity? Yeah. Uh
0: something you you get value yeah
2: yeah uh but you can also do like simple stuff like you can combat tricks with um missions factory you can activate missions factory tap mission factory to pump itself bounce a forest untap missions factory and pump it one more time so now it's a four four so it's like it has so many cool little uh stuff to do uh i don't know what you guys think
0: yeah i like looked at it and i i think yeah like with Armageddon, yeah. uh, it slightly makes geddon better. Yeah. It makes, uh, <laughs> I don't know, libraries better in the way you could start pulling up lands to your hand if you draw mm-hmm. a library of Alexandria mid or late turn. Usually you play it if it's allowed in tournaments.
1: Yeah. Um, my my first thing with the Korean Ranger is it's it's a card that does a lot, but what what uh, does it actually do that's good? That's that's the question for scryings. I think. Yep. I, I haven't seen a breakout deck for the card uh, um, I, yeah, mean, I if...
0: think it needs to be do something It in I... the green shell yep. it's a body also I guess with the
2: I will come back to this card with a later pick I have. (laughs) Uh, um, So I will not spoil, but but I've been brewing a lot with this and I had some success Mm -hmm. with with that uh, space, Uh, but I want to get in one like educational note because the first card I was like, yeah, I'm going to look at all the cool creature that has a tapping ability. Uh, And uh, I wanted to like abuse Rubinia Soul Singer. Mm -hmm. Uh, So it's a banned um, creature for like five mana uh, nice. and you can you can tap uh, rubinia to gain control of target creature as long as rubinia is tapped or doesn't leave the battlefield so my first intuition was like okay i will tap rubinia and while that's on the stack i will untap her and tap uh, another one but then i read the oracle text of rubinia and it clearly says you can't do that yeah. uh so uh if you untap her with ability on the stack the the like, duration of the control-changing effect is considered to have ended before it even started. Yeah, yeah, that's
1: basic magic rules n- nowadays. Yeah,
2: but it's good to be educational somewhat.
1: <laughs> yeah, I agree, I agree. Yeah. Uh, but, uh, I mean, um, are there any other interesting legends uh, like uh, Gwendolyn the Corky, uh, you can double yeah. use. Uh, there's a lot of, uh, like, that... Um, that uh, Legend that can get back creatures from the graveyard, uh, Audun. Yeah. Audun, uh, a- Aedun, uh I'm I'm thinking about the Norwegian guy, Audun. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I mean, uh, but yeah, uh, there's there's a lot of weird legends that has activated abilities. Uh, Riven turn, bull taps for a black mana, and it yeah. costs only seven to play, so it's pretty cheap. Uh, but, yeah, but yeah, you have I, like
2: Prodigal Sorcerer. I mean, there are some yeah, cool uh, creatures you can combine Queer Ranger there with.
1: There are a lot of stuff you can do with Queer Ranger. Yeah. I'm just waiting for a really good deck with Queer yeah. Ranger. Yeah.
0: yeah. You can play, there's a bunch of cards that are not that good, but might, if you do some weird synergistic deck, like with Cedric guys or I, there's, but it's it's not, I don't know it's good, but <laughs> it makes some of those decks maybe better, I guess. Yeah. Yep. and it doesn't work with uh preacher or uh old man on the S- or the sea right Either. no
1: no like like basically discussing the same rule mm. we have discussed yeah. before yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. but uh, it works in a way with if you play that and uh, diamond valley um yeah. You can steal, sacrifice, steal another one. Mm. Um, yeah. So, so yeah. There, there's some, some stuff like that you can do. Yeah. Uh, and I, I haven't seen a single Diamond Valley scrying stack. Mm. There, there can That's be nice. something interesting there.
0: For people out there to uh, think about. Uh, should we move forward? What's your first pick? Uh, hold on.
1: Yeah. Okay. I'll, I'll just uh, say, wait.
0: Stop. Stop. Should, shouldn't oh, we do so the
2: so rating so. stuff, or are we okay, done are there? We oh. Yeah. I don't know. We have talked about it.
0: Uh, yeah. <laughs> <Or> it <doesn't laughs> One to <matter. two> five. <laughs> sure, we can do that. Uh, uh,
1: this is so bad. I mean, this, is, this is the worst <laughs> content ever. Uh, doing ratings. <laughs> okay. Um, well,
2: we can. We can just. Uh, yeah, I mean, it's.
1: It. Uh, we are we are actually talking about cards <laughs> that we haven't really seen uh, have seen play, and it's like so so many people have rated these cards already. I'm, I'm just going to say that uh, my cards are in no way ranked. Uh, I have, uh, I didn't take a single Von Empires card, even though I think some of them are better than my picks. Uh, yeah, and a maximum one from each color. That, that, for, that was the rules I set up for myself. Right. So my first pick is the first card I played, uh, which is Sacred Mesa uh sacred mesa is a white enchantment for white plus two colorless which says at the beginning of your upkeep sacrifice a pegasus token or bury uh, sacred mesa and for one white and one colorless you can make a one one flying pegasus token Uh, and you can make as many as you have mana for each turn Uh, so it's basically a good control win con uh, which also has evasion and it can for four mana, you can basically make a blocker and sacrifice it to keep it alive, um, mm. to, to like yep. draw out the game. Uh, yeah. And it's a really efficient win con um, in a lot of decks. I played it as set in a land tax deck. Yeah. And uh, the
0: Jeff white deck was the five color control ish deck yep. we mentioned. he oh. uh, played it with uh, like even Wrath uh, of Gods, it's yeah basically the wing con, uh, except for Mishra's. In that yeah,
1: pegasus. and and like the thing with Sacred Mesa is also you can, in your upkeep, you can respond oh. to the to the trigger and create a okay. new new yeah. Pegasus. Uh, so so basically the the ones you create the last turn, they can attack and you still make a new one which you sacrifice, or okay. if they mm. somehow kill your creatures, you can just. Uh, uh, they kill your creature with a Simoon. Uh, you can, uh, you can uh, make a new when one. Simoon is a you know, uh, red and green. Yeah, yeah. Seth yeah. ah, is gonna spray. name it uh, later. It's Yund. It's young. also in the set. It's Yund.
0: One damage to each creature. <laughs> opponent. <Yeah>. <laughs>
1: it's uh it's a upgraded Sandstorm or something. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah the
2: uh, most important thing with the Sacred Mesa is also the, the obviously combo with Moat. Uh,
1: yep. So right. yeah. So so it's um I mean and I mean if sometimes you just um sometimes you just make for for 1-1 one one flyers and then you you want to use your mana for something else you can just sacrifice it uh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, and and
0: you can't uh kill them with falling star or chaos orb
1: right <laughs> uh, Falling star can't falling star either target uh, I don't know uh, I have to check that uh, chaos yeah. orb can't kill them uh, they can't kill a sacred mesa though um, yeah. So that's probably better anyway. Hmm.
0: Yeah, but I think what it what really why it no. shines, uh, because I think it's a really, really strong card, is because of uh, old school magic, it's so much about one for one. We do have balance and mind twist and stuff like that, of course, but like removal wise, we yep. usually see the white decks playing mm-hmm. disenchants and source to plowshares. Yeah. You don't usually. off the sideboard uh,
1: you can see stuff like I'm I'm really confused but I'm confused by falling star because it doesn't say non-token creature Uh, Mm -hmm. how do you how do you designate a token for uh, who chooses what is a token for um, a creature
0: yeah and you if you if you get to do it you can choose tokens that are like small small (laughs) pins or something right (laughs) Mm, right. Do they need to be card tokens?
1: I mean, it says only cards touched so uh, are affected, but tokens are not cards. I, yeah. I have I no idea. I don't think it works. Into,
2: isn't it? Isn't it? Or is it just in like rel comp uh, rules that you yeah. actually have a, a physical card as a token? I, I don't know.
0: Yeah, but yeah. Fa- all, falling star and all of those cards are banned in. Yeah, yeah,
1: for yeah. sure,
2: yeah. So True. so oh, okay. uh, I have yeah. no
1: idea why <laughs> so so yeah i I'm, it's interesting to see what happens because when when Scranks was released, kind of nobody played falling star, it got yeah. more popular yeah. after that, so so Pegasus token versus falling star is gonna be interesting to see how that is ruled um mm-hmm. I think it, or it maybe it, m- maybe they, maybe they actually have a uh I'm actually gonna do some live googling here, um, yeah. Because it, this is interesting. Because I think the ones that errata the falling star, because there is mm. an actual errata is the um, the beast yeah, of the I bay.
0: Think, uh, yeah, I think MG did it also. Yeah, but I f- he it's shows b- he used some other yeah. errata.
1: It, it's beast of the bay. Uh, okay. Cool. Uh, Ninety This is. But uh, people started
0: playing falling star when it's really good against green decks and stuff like that earthquake doesn't really take care of all the flyers that's been in uh, a lot of the more aggressive green builds Mm -hmm. so falling star is a very good card against those decks Uh, and yeah maybe that's why we see more falling stars and after the Erota uh, yeah people seeing it being played
2: it's actually quite insane card yeah (laughs) Mm
0: i agree I, I don't know why we haven't seen more of it no. uh, since it's usually more than one for one even one for one it's solid yeah uh
1: but flip cards yeah it doesn't say anything about um about uh, tokens huh. so, ask uh, m. g so- yeah i'm I'm actually gonna ask the the beast of the bay who actually did the original errata, how they how they see this because um, maybe we found something no one else has thought o- about you <laughs> never know you never know yeah you never know so so sacred mesa uh, a good card uh, yeah for sure it has it, it has proven itself already so yeah mm.
0: Yeah. Well, I don't think we need to delve into it that much more uh, probably s- there are probably some fun stuff you can do with it uh, outside of it being really strong in its own
1: i think we can just say that three-time shark winner el played it in arvik as his deck that that mm-hmm. was his choice so so yeah there's, yeah there's that and
0: we did see a winning deck in ubcom with it also so yeah uh i haven't cho- haven't chosen an order either for my uh, picks but my first pick is uh, pillage Ooh, nice! Ooh. Nice. Uh, I think pillage is uh, everything. What uh, land destruction is not <laughs> in the uh, old school. Uh, so for two red and one, you can destroy a land or an artifact. Yep. And uh, like land destruction doesn't really work. It can work, uh, but like sinkholes and stuff like that can slow you down. Uh, Armageddon, of course, is great, uh, but. Like stone mm. rains, and sometimes you just sit with uh, those cards in your hand, and your opponent already have. M- he might have like artifact mana, or he might have just been uh, like going ahead with his life before <laughs> you get to start stopping him in his tracks. So I think Pillage is a great card. It takes care of Misha's Factory. It takes care of. Uh, like Library of Alexandria and it takes care of all the artifacts that we yeah. of course see in old school so it's a versatile um, shatter it's not an instant but
1: uh, it's, mean, mean yeah. it's good enough people play stone rain exactly uh, So
0: um, and a lot of times like at least when you're uh, if you have two three of them uh, if you start, you can have a, like a, you can make your opponent stumble as you want yep. to uh, with the uh, stone rain or something like that. Even a strip mine sometimes you can uh, maybe ramp with a bird or just have a moxon. And your turn too. If you start, you can start. You can take out his lance and yep. usually you're really ahead then.
2: What I, lo- I love about Pillage is also like the the. The fair game design thoughts behind it, like Stone Rain is easily splashable with only one red. Um, mm-hmm. But here, okay, you add one more red mana, but you give give another mode to it. Like that's mm-hmm. fair balance in designing meta cards. I feel like, because it's not the most easily splashable card anymore. So you kind yeah. of have to lean uh, heavy in red. Uh, but yeah, I really really love
0: Village. Yeah. I ended up really liking it. Uh, yep. It's.
1: Um. I mean. Um. Yeah. I agree with that, and it's uh, interesting that you have to invest something to play it, and yep. you get you get something good for investing in red, uh, and you get several other good red cards in this yep. set. So so you yep, can sure. lean. Have. Uh, I just want to make an errata about what I said earlier. They actually mm-hmm. Beast of the Bay actually says um, non-token creature, so they okay, have thought okay. about it. Cool. damn damn you beasts you think of everything uh, we are awesome. so
2: educational in this episode guys
1: <laughs> yeah we're so so bad at live googling <laughs> as well yeah. that, that's, that's the, I, I kind of feel I kind of feel like uh, like um, Seb googling here and it's like yeah I found this uh, and now I found this it's like, I should have known this like they have thought about it it's like so bad of yeah. Seb googling
0: you're, yeah. you're talking about me making up uh, names of cards yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. just going with it yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'll wing it
5: cruzando tierras que nunca he visto cruzando el río de mi destino
3: solo soy un chico
0: Go forth. We have uh, a bunch of cards uh, hopefully that we can uh, keep discussing. Yeah. yeah, so Anton, what's your next
2: pick? Okay, uh, I also have to put in the disclaimer I have not ranked my pickings at all. So, um, but my next card will be Browse. Mm. Uh, oh, that's nice. Yeah, it's a cool one. So, Browse is a blue enchantment for two colors and uh, two blue and uh, you can, let me just check up. It's four colorless mana to activate, right? Or is it two colorless, two blue to activate?
1: Two colorless, two blue, it should be.
2: Yeah. Yeah. I'm just scrolling here, so I don't say the wrong things, so. yeah. It's two
0: and
1: two.
2: Yeah. So you um, activate for two and two, and you look at your five um, uh, top uh, cards of your library. You put one in your hand, and you exile the remaining cards. So this uh, has... Become a really good combo piece um, tutor, basically. Like uh, in regular Swedish old school, you might have leaned on, I don't know, Tome or whatever. Uh, but here you get to choose from five cards. So, with that said, like Scrying says, open up uh, several cards for more combo, combo decks. Uh, one that a friend of mine, Kalle Orkison, has been played a lot is uh, Power Monolith. Uh, And browse is—I was so surprised how fucking good it is in Power Monolith. Like having the ability to choose from five cards in a three-card combo-based deck, like it's great. Uh, And you usually would
0: have been better if it wasn't too blue to activate, I guess. For
2: sure, but uh, still, like we're not very picky about card selection in this format, so browse really Mm. added something.
1: If it was four colorless, then uh, then you would have played four brows in the in the power monolith deck and one win con, because you basically yeah. as soon as you have monolith, uh, you just browse through your whole deck. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so so, I.
2: But what f- what you can do is you ac- you have your um, candelabras there, so you can actually make make some value out of it. Okay. And, and uh, well. Yeah. yeah.
1: You're right. mm okay uh, that, that, decent yeah, decent. that that's a totally different deck than um than our school of uh, power monolith in scryings um okay mm. uh, because uh you basically put in more cards that are expensive and it makes the deck actually slower <laughs> than the regular version um yeah with with browse uh it makes it more consistent it it,
2: it it does but like he plays it more as a control deck like heavily yep, uh, yep. UV based uh, and then he has this and like boom from out of nowhere yeah. he just pulls uh, off the combo
1: yeah I, I but then yeah then it's a totally different deck yeah, uh, uh, yeah. and that that's that shows like how what uh, Scryingx does yeah uh, you have a basically kind of one unplayable or bad combo deck which you can take in several directions with Scryingx. Mm. Yeah, uh, for sure. So, 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 Browse is great. Uh, sadly enough, we don't have Soldevi Digger. Um, nope. <laughs> yeah. uh, that, would be, that would have been cool. I think actually uh, the Pimp Vitational a couple of years ago, or it's maybe seven years ago now, was won by Yuki Almelund with Browse Soldevi Digger deck something. Cool. <laughs> uh, yeah, it, yeah, but And it's like we don't really We have Browse, but we don't have any really good recursion. Uh, as far yep. as i know mm.
2: but it's also like we we also got high tide in this uh Scrygings expansion so like even their browse lately or late game or if you have a candelabra like yeah you can do several browsing so uh, like i don't know yeah I,
1: I think it's high uh, High Tide is pushing zero out of five in this. Yeah, yeah,
2: yeah. High Tide is useless. That's what he discovered also. He he tried it with Browse, but
1: like, it's it's unplayable.
2: Yeah, Yeah, I kind of agree. Uh, But like, Browse was probably the only good thing with High Tide.
1: (laughs) Yeah, uh, I mean, that's terrible. I mean, Browse Browse is. kind of a good card, but combining <laughs> it with it makes it even a lot worse. No, like but... More moving parts in your yeah. combo machine. But that's the yeah, fun that part that with a new expansion. Yeah, no,
2: but you have to try it out. You have to see yeah, yourself, yeah, yeah. like, okay, yeah, it didn't work. But, um, mm. yeah, I, I really like Browse. I don't know if there's any much more to say. But it's uh, mm. it's it's a fun card for combo decks.
0: Yeah, I really like it. It's flavorful. It's... Uh, it can if if you play it like you mentioned, you lean into playing a heavier blue build. You might have counter spells. You might set it up a bit more, I guess. Yeah. Uh, and yeah, combo ish decks probably needs it.
2: Yeah, and it has a really dope art. Like the the picture is so like iconic. Yeah. I want to say it's uh...
1: once great literature, literature now great litter. Um, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah, that's
0: great uh so moving forward what's the second pick uh
1: crowby uh, horror yes uh, you would think uh, i mean if i was if i was serious really serious i would pick deep spawn and be done with it but mm-hmm. i'm picking Crovican horror because i think that's a way cooler card um curriculum yep. horror horror is has actually has some text um it's black plus three for a two-two, uh, and you can sacrifice a creature to have Krovikhan Horror deal one damage to uh, target creature or player. Um, so totally unplayable. But it has another effect, which is at the end of each uh, end of any turn, so yeah. any player's turn, um, if Krovikhan Horror is in your graveyard. Uh, uh, with a summon card directly above it uh, you get it back to your hand yeah. so basically you discard this card with another creature with Bazaar and get yep. it back so you don't lose cards with Bazaar, and uh, you can do it uh, on your turn and your opponent's turn to get it back um it's a fun card um which is not really playable i mean it's a two two four four so yep. it can actually do something it's playable in that sense but yeah it's the it's the combo in a graveyard deck it's where it shines. It's the original yeah. squee here. Yeah. It's really cool. Yeah and it's like it's like the way squee should be, I think. Yeah. Uh, uh, because it has some some requirements and not like some stupid requirements with like three card three creature cards above it or something. It's one. It's yeah. like mm.
2: But um, any turn but, clause is also really cool. Like you can abuse that so yeah i um, started
0: looking at it when i wanted to <laughs> i was like what can you even do with this but you're right it's the bazaar basically but i was thinking maybe if you're playing like if you are animating Lord of the pit you sacrifice it to it i, I was like going yeah. really deep into it but uh, yeah you can sacrifice another creature uh, in uh, response also i guess that's the uh, another good part about it when and you can actually sacrifice itself, right? Yep. Yeah. 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 for sure. Yeah. So you can make it so it's the second card. Uh, but I think
2: we, we should address like the the meta that scryings open up. Uh, actually, it it makes a lot more one ones or or one toughness creatures in the format. So, like yep. the the sacrificing itself to deal one damage is more relevant uh, in Scryons than it is in original Swedish, I, I'd say.
0: Yeah. Uh, you already mentioned. Uh, Queer Ranger, Queer. For, yeah. for example. Yeah. 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 yeah, Queer Ranger, and we have uh, like maybe some Mesa. Messas, Pegasus, <laughs> yeah running around uh, and stuff like that. Flying, flying of, around, flying around, flying <laughs> around. Yeah. 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 Well, they can probably run also. No, I don't, don't think. So. What's don't... the use? What's the use of them being horses
1: otherwise? I don't know. What, yeah. I don't know why That's they true. have legs. They, they have muscles. Yeah. <laughs> uh,
0: okay. So. Uh, uh, I yeah. I, uh, I I can see it being a nice combo and, yeah, With, and uh, reanimation stuff,
1: yeah. and also like there's like ten reanimation cards in this set. Yeah, uh, out mm. of 116. So, so yeah, there's a lot here. So, but yeah, I have to choose one, and I think Krovik and Horror is the most unique card.
2: Yeah, mm. and like uh, we have Bird Alive in this set, so works yeah. kind of wonders to just yeah, it's up.
0: good against control magic, I guess, and stuff like that. Also, <laughs> uh, that's a nicer thing. But
1: <laughs> <Yep>. <laughs> Yeah. actually it actually it's yeah being able to sacrifice the creature without them stealing it so yeah, yeah. yeah. absolutely yeah i mean it but yeah the, the combo with Basar is uh, is really good and everything else is just a small bonus but some of these cards never have any other bonus but this card actually does yeah. so mm.
3: uh,
0: so my next pick uh, is nature's lore
2: Oh, I was going to uh, say that
0: also. <laughs> okay, uh, so for one green and uh, one colorless, uh, you get to search your library for any forest card and put it into play. Uh, untapped. Uh, untapped. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Yeah. So uh, it's a forest card. It, you can, like we men- mentioned uh, with the tithe, you can. In this instance, you can take a uh tropical island or uh, savannah if you but that way it didn't see being used with tight but you can uh, get any duel uh, and you can do it turn it's better uh, it makes the curve y- you need to really think about your curve uh because you can play a counter spell deck and then you can do it turn three uh, and it sets your mana it makes it better uh and it ramps you. You don't need to rely on artifact mana. I think it's really good for a lot of uh, mid-range decks. Yeah. Uh,
2: and I'd it see. makes Silver Library a lot better. Exactly. So, uh, 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 yeah, the... I
1: think this is a really Yond card. Yeah.
0: <laughs> 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 <But> <laughs> so mm. this is uh, one up from uh, Pillage on the John scale. Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I... Yeah, I somehow love ramping and uh, putting out a big creature and not doing it with Dark Rituals uh, this time. <laughs> uh, yep. Actually getting uh, land ahead. Uh, so, I, yeah, I can see many ways of playing. We do have some other creatures that are also uh, makes green better, as you mentioned. Yep. Button, so.
1: It also enables your opponent's type which is great. <laughs> 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 so, so yeah, but I think nature's lore is interesting card and I'm thinking about this card and it's like, yeah, um, think about it in a deck with like dark heart of the wood, some kind mm. of weird oh. combo deck with dark heart of the wood. Well, yeah. You get more forests. Uh, if you have a lich in play, it's, um, ancestral recall. Mm. Yep.
0: Uh, and like it, uh, I can't stress how good it is to, like, make your... You can play three, four colors more easily. Yep. You don't need to play a bunch of City uh, of bros in these decks, uh, hopefully. Uh, you can splash all the demonic tutors and whatever you like uh, if you're playing by you, a Bayou- you can, or something.
1: You can play, also play, like, you can, as you said, no City of Bros. You can play a, a weird four-color deck with it in a bottle.
0: Yeah. Yep. Sure, that's right. It doesn't host you in that uh,
2: way either. But uh, have you guys um, experienced that city city in a bottle is like not played at all in scorings, or do people still play a lot of it, or what's your take on it?
3: I think I think,
1: I think people don't play it because yeah. uh, you don't have the room for it, and yeah. uh, like you basically want it for. Serendibs, or yep. what? what is it you're afraid of? Uh,
0: like, if you're expecting Reanimator, I think it's still good against the Buzzer. Yeah,
1: it,
2: the it is against the Buzzer. That's my thought also. But, yeah, like, we got, got, got one sure. on the
0: sideboard. But it's not, like, we, what you're uh, going at, I guess, Anton. It's not, like, usually you play Arabian Aggro, and yep. <laughs> then it's a very good card against you, but you don't need to play all the Arabian creatures in Scrying, and you don't need to play all the Seed here either, so...
2: No, I don't think I've ever faced a city in a bottle when I played Scryings. Uh, mm. But, uh, yeah, like I don't play Bazaar decks either, so that's where. In the
0: top eight uh, of the Noobcom, we usually saw like a Miso one in the okay. sideboard. Okay. People didn't know what to expect then either, yep. so. Yeah. Yep. Uh, I, I, I agree on that it's probably not as good as it is, or bad, depending on how you feel <laughs> about the card, yeah. uh, as it is in like, regular. Ones. Yeah. I guess yeah, <laughs> well, this will be a two-parter. Yeah, uh, we can do a two-parter, but that's no no, we can't do uh, the... I mean <laughs> we,
1: we have uh, three picks on. each
0: left, yeah. so let's move on. Okay
2: uh, It's my turn, right? Mm-hmm. I will just since we're in green I will take my last green card on uh, natural order because yes, finally uh, <laughs> This is also a card I've been trying out a lot in uh, scryings and um, it's a sorcery for two colorless two green uh it has an additional cost by sacrificing a green creature and you can search your library for a green creature and put it into play so there are not that many great green creatures in regular old school but in scryings we got scaled worm Mm -hmm. and we got uh autumn willow and we got octabi orangutang yeah, uh, so And we, Deadly Insect. And actually. Deadly Insect. Yeah. So we have like the whole package of new, sweet, tutorable uh, creature cards which you can adapt to any given situation. Um, and Scaled Worm, I played on the Wakwak stream against Jens Jaeger who played um, uh, Bazaar of Baghdad Reanimator. Uh, Scaled Worm turns out it actually beats Reanimator because like Scaled Worm is a house, it's fucking huge. <laughs> mm-hmm. um, and, uh, yeah, this deck combines, like, yeah, you, you can play some dorks. You obviously play Quirin Ranger, and you have some, like, I don't know, top of the curve creatures in it, but then you have this last booster uh, with Autumn Willow or Skate worm or whatever. Uh, so I really like Natural Lord. I feel like Green got some... All Colors got some great tools here, but, like, this makes it easier to cast big creatures than going seb and ramping up like 500 lands <laughs> for like 70 turns and then play a big creature. So you can yeah. actually cheat them in guys.
0: You can play your gas Leech <laughs> turn four. <laughs> cool. Yeah. Uh, what's your yeah.
2: what's your thoughts?
0: What do you think Olan? Well you're gonna bring us down again. Uh, I'm from not impre- I'm plan. not
1: I'm not impressed <laughs> 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 uh, when you have played um, uh, Natural Order with modern cards, it feels so bad to play yeah. with, <laughs> with in this. But yeah, but I like Autumn Willow. Yeah. Uh, Autumn Willow is a cool card. Uh, maybe I underrate Scaled Worm, but I think Scaled Worm seems like a bad card. Um, yeah,
2: I thought so, and then I tried it, and it turns out it's pretty good. I mean, it's yeah. it's swordsable, but that's about it. It's a
1: dorky banishing uh, able
2: Ah, uh, yeah, that too, of course, and ter- terrible.
1: And control magic able Yeah, yeah, so, <laughs> so the... yeah. yeah, um, yeah. So. Okay, but it's a
2: it's a large beater. Yeah. It's uh, probably the largest beater. Um, I
1: mean, I mean, scaled worm is great if your opponent doesn't have a lot of small small creatures to yeah. block it. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, scaled worm with berserk is another beast. Yeah, uh, for sure. So, so yeah. So, but I'm, but uh, yeah, I'm, I want to see more of Natural Order before I consider it a good card. But it's, yeah. it's an interesting card.
2: It is, and like yeah, the toolboxy thing. Like now we got it. We got Octavia Rangotang finally, so we can actually answer a disc or something. Uh, um, so I feel like um, I, I've had a lot of fun with Natural Order actually. And
1: uh, are, there, are there any good uh, legends you can get with this? Yeah, that, I was thinking yep. about that. Uh, there's a bunch of them, actually. So Pumalodium I,
0: th- I think that's where you want to go. Yeah, you can go for... Uh, what's the one where you, fet- where you get a 3-4 token also? Stang. Stang. Yep. Uh, <laughs> at some value, at least, more value. Uh, uh, I like yeah. the toolboxy thing, and I like how... It, especially with the uh, the orangutan. Uh, and maybe some big legend could get into play.
1: yeah i think i would if i played my legends deck singleton legends deck uh which i played uh i would probably play one natural order because i play one of each mana creature in that okay. deck. yep so 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 i think there there's a lot of i i mean i'm i'm not sold on the undy going in a full four of natural order deck that's 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 my thing but i i think you can have it as like a weird two or four. For like, if you have like three creatures, you have an octaberangotang, you have one scaled worm, and you have one autumn willow. Yeah, you have one autumn yeah. oaken shield.
2: Yeah. yeah, and Rubi- rubinia is green. Like there are some yep. catch them all. Uh, yeah. So, so there, yeah, there are tools. We, we
1: need we need to explore that card more. Yeah, uh, I think so. That, that's that's like what we said for for uh, for like queer and ranger as well. Yeah, people haven't tried enough. Um, yeah, yeah, I think like. M- Exactly, it's the, it makes the more fun to
0: play with misers of uh, yeah uh, weird green card. But, weird green cards, you can play like one master of the hunt, even I guess. Yeah, but uh, natural
2: card. order is like the perfect card where Johnny meets Timmy. Like you still get to play your big dudes if you wanna, but you can do some really cool like synergistic plays and have some
3: yeah,
0: cool yeah. cards. and sometimes you can just maybe have it in the sideboard, I guess, uh, if you have tracker there or some weird card that that's good against some decks uh, so yeah i actually you got me there since i looked at it uh, but i didn't really
1: it can be a yund card um... <laughs> good thank you thank you that's where i want to be
0: yeah uh, so
1: your next pick then Roland? uh goblin vandal yes oh, yeah um I played this at Noob.com. I was impressed by this card. Uh, Goblin Vandal, turn one, backed up by Shatter and Lightning Bolt is a real threat. Is your opponent going to play out their uh, uh, their artifacts or are going to sandbag them? Probably can't play them. Uh, Are they going to block with their Mission Factory, making it vulnerable to Lightning Bolt and Shatter? Mm. Uh, I... Basically, so play Goblin
0: w- Vandal. Just mention briefly what it does. It's yeah,
1: a one, uh, one one for one, uh, and if it gets through, there is the, it's not blocked. You can pay one red mana to kill an artifact of your yeah. choice instead. Um, so, so
0: that's why you're mentioning the Shatters and the uh, Light bows yeah. for the Mishras in this instance.
1: Yeah, uh, or like s- uh, bolting a Savannah line, getting through, killing their mocks or whatever. Um, mm. I basically played it. Um, uh, in uh, the blue red uh, burn deck uh, you cut the flying man for this one um, yeah. so basically you make sit in a bottle a lot worse you only have the dibs uh, and you you have a, a threat which you can play turn one which they kind of must answer or not play artifacts because mm. else you're just gonna kill an artifact a turn yeah and you uh,
2: can kill so um, you can kill bottle with it so it's even better <laughs> Yeah. Yep.
1: Uh, but so like I, I think there's a lot of uh, i like this card so much
0: yeah it's, yeah, it's I was really good. impressed with it yeah. we did some uh, like tried out some different decks <clears throat> when we before newcom uh, we did the first for me at least online <laughs> webcab things yep. uh, and a couple of people tried. and this is one of the cards i was most uh, impressed with because it yeah. uh, playing against it it really puts you in a pinch because as you mentioned you can't really play out your artifacts and you can't really if you're playing a control deck you usually like need to get stuff out yep. so you just sit there and take one damage uh, and that's what b- counter burn is uh, and wants you to be i guess
1: i mean uh, or basically they they have to waste their sword against your one one goblin yeah. vandal yeah you have to do it and then you play a dip after that after yeah you play two right. exactly, goblin vandals. Right. yeah yeah I mm-hmm. think we
2: should so. also like mention the fact that it's a goblin, cause goblin uh, becomes uh, climbs a tier in in uh, yep. Um yep. It got some really great tools, like goblin grenade for instance. Yeah, goblin vandal that. is uh, yeah, it's yeah. good.
1: And uh, I mean, uh, if I have, have had cho- chosen some um, uh, for cards, cars, I probably would have chosen goblin grenade. Yep. but mm-hmm. yeah. Uh, a lot of the listeners have probably played with all the Fallen Emperor's cards. Yeah. So the, the, But I think Goblin Vandal is, is interesting, and I think it's good, and it's not uh, resource intensive i've seen people play like Dwarven miner and it's miner and it's very resource intensive it's like you yeah. have to choose are you going to have to are you going to destroy a land or are you going to have to deploy a threat this turn what, yeah. what's
0: yeah, your I choice i think that's too uh, mono intense for what it does uh, um, for so long games i guess it does something but yep.
2: yeah, but yeah, combining these two goblin vandal yeah. and Dwarven miner is uh, i faced it when i played like blue white control and that was
1: uh, that was
0: not cool yeah. mm. Uh, so, yeah.
1: Yeah, but mo- moving on. Um, moving
0: on. I picked uh, Kildoran Outpost for one of my picks. Nice. Uh, I really thought it could be played, and I re- still think you should see it in some uh, more aggressive uh, builds. Like, okay, so when it comes into play, you need to sacrifice a planes uh, or bury. Or an outpost, it's a uh, land and it taps for one white. Uh, and you tap two and put a soldier token into play. Uh, I think it's an interesting card. And sure, it would. it's a two for one if you get strip mined or anything like that. But uh, I don't really see any other reason, yeah. Why it's not The, at
2: the all. other reason is sacred mesa, I'd
0: say, because that it's yeah. just strictly better,
1: yeah. No, not strictly better, but it's—I think it's just better. Yeah. Uh, because in a control, uh, I mean, you're talking about playing it in an aggro deck, which exactly, is, which is another beast. Uh, I think it's too slow. Okay. Uh, that It control. sets you back because of the sacrificing. You know, yeah, and like you, you lock up three three lands each turn to make a one-one. Yeah. Mm. Uh, and could sacrifice. Be, be. So there. Uh, I mean. Uh, Sheldon Outpost is was really good uh, in in control mirrors and in a control mirror if you play like the deck versus the deck, mm. uh, Sheldon Outpost is a insane card I think mm. yep. because the one that 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 can um, keep that in play uh, is gonna win most yeah. likely. Uh, but in an aggro deck, uh, I think it's too slow. I have I, I can't really think of a deck where where you want to. Where you have the possibility to to keep three mana locked up each turn, it's <laughs> it it makes tight your opponent's tight worse. <laughs> <laughs> that, that, that's that is correct, and it makes your tight better. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so, no, so but
0: th- I really feel uh, okay if it's in control mirrors or four control mirrors. Maybe it's it's an uncountable uh, messa that yeah. you only basically have one or two uh, ways of dealing with like with chaos orb and strip mine you don't usually play stone rain uh, or stuff like that so um, i think it could be maybe at least in the sideboard or something like that um, in those situations yep. but i thought it could be good with uh, more uh, a white aggressive deck that, that, y- that don't need the curve or don't need curve out in that sense well uh, you have to prove this
2: um, yeah, combine it with nature's lore and sacrifice the land you're getting.
1: <laughs> sacrifice yeah. the savanna you're getting. Yeah,
0: exactly. That, that's like one step forward, <laughs> one <laughs> step back. <laughs> <Yeah>. um, <laughs> okay. No, but I agree.
2: It's a it's a good card, but like, uh, yeah, I st- I still think Sacred Mesa uh, kind of like takes the place.
1: I think that if you have bought Sheldron outposts and you can't play them in strikes, uh, play them in uh, Ice Age Alliances, They're they're really good there. Mm. Uh, Mm. Yeah, let's leave it at that.
0: To your uh, fourth, fourth week, right? card, right?
2: Yeah. Uh, all right, I'm going to go with Manowar. So, Manowar nice. is a two colorless, one blue, two, two creature, a jellyfish, and when it comes into play, you get to bounce a creature. Uh, so, uh, it's like the tempo card in old school. Um, it's not a great body, but remember, Scryings have changed a lot of the meta. So we have Natural Order targets now. We have Illusionary Mask targets with Dreadnought. Uh, we have a lot of Bazaar uh, shenanigans. We have, larger, we have larger creatures in Scryings. And being able to set them back uh, when having invested in like, a big amount of mana, or a combo piece, or Natural Order, whatever, it's great. Uh And if you combine it with like dibs or whatever, and you can bounce a Sarah Angel or stuff like that, it's mm. it's such a tempo play, Uh and I love it. I have tried Mana War in several iterations, and I, I I don't think you need to play like four, but like two and or one in main and one in sideboard. It, it's pretty good, and it mm. like competes with Torment scripts, perhaps. Like if you have an aggressive enough deck, you could actually see it as a graveyard. Uh, um hate since there are a lot of bazaar decks now in scryings
1: mm-hmm. But you
2: can you can handle their one guy that's out there blocking uh, the uh, road.
1: Uh I loved Man of War when it was released. Um uh, not in Scryings when it was originally released. Yeah. Um, the thing with Man of War in this format, um, at least uh, what I've seen, a lot of people play like combo decks um mm. where it doesn't have a target. Yeah. Um, th- that that's one of the problems. Also against reanimator, uh, the deep spawn um, it can't bounce uh, because okay, when you yeah. P- yeah when you when you play the man of war you you just give it shroud. yeah but Ooh, then you so they I,
2: actually have to have one man up for it but yeah 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 for sure but yeah, but yeah,
1: but yeah. Uh, yeah. I, I, I mean I like it uh, in the sideboard a lot um, I mm. like it in, in several matchups it's insane as you said. The games where you can bounce a serangel to attack with your dib uh, yep. you basically win there yep. um so so yeah um mm. it's it's certainly powerful and if you are playing with a group that plays creature decks it's gonna be great yeah yeah if you're
0: it's uh, p- it's a tempo card yeah in those in- instances. if you're
1: playing against me and my merry man sh- <laughs> bunch of friends it's gonna be you're the worst card in your deck
2: <laughs> but you can bounce your own Octavo orangutans you can bounce yep. uh other like yep. y- you can still get value out of it uh or and yeah. and the merfolks have gotten some cool picks like the uh what's the the, the trader
0: the Murfolk trader yeah that lets you loot
1: yeah. Yeah, but uh, exactly. are you going to play a deck with Merfolk traders and uh, uh mana war that doesn't seem very tempo. Well, we have Murfolks. Yeah. So yeah, I you... guess
0: it can do stuff. Yeah. And uh, I agree on it being a tempo play, and I kind of see it at least as a sideboard
1: option. If I you're mean picture deck. I mean like playing one in main deck is is fine. Yeah. For yeah. sure. Yeah. Uh, exactly. If you're going to play more, you have to be quite certain that you're not going to play against these yeah, sure. control decks or combo decks. Um, yeah. Yeah.
0: Uh, so, uh, nec- fourth pick, for the, four out of five uh, for Orlan.
1: Well, Emerald Charm. Yes! Yeah. <laughs> it's, it's the obvious pick. It was yeah. the first card I really wanted to play. Uh, Emerald Charm is an instant for one green, which can uh, untap an artifact a permanent a, a permanent uh sorry a permanent yeah. um, but you're gonna use it. it with artifacts <laughs> uh yeah it's <laughs> permanent and it also kills a global enchantment yeah and it gives uh, it makes a creature lose flying if you want that instead but you never want that probably and the
0: global enchantments are or what
1: uh, not auras some... Yeah, uh, not control magic type card, spirit link or whatever. Um, mm. Enchantment that stay for themselves. Uh, yep. I, I have no better explanation. Um, no. Sylvan Library. But the thing is, it can kill Underworld Dreams, for yep. example, which is an uh, insanely annoying card to play against, uh, which you can't Hercules recall. Um, it can kill a lot of other weird enchantments as well. I love how you uh, go
2: into this card because it's obviously that you, you're you so tunnel vision what deck you should play this card in because I see a lot of more modes here. But yeah, go ahead, Ollen. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh,
1: so so basically you take card of all the nasty enchantments, Chains uh, of Mephistopheles, Underworld Dreams, a lot of expensive cards that never see play. Uh, and then you untap your, vault, uh, your time vault and win. Yep. Yeah. Th- that, that's... That's the basics of Emerald Charm, and then you can do a lot of janky stuff <laughs> with, <laughs> with it, which I will never use it for. Um, yeah, but the fact is that actually killing an enchantment in uh, in green for one green yeah. mana is good, yeah,
0: period. Yeah, and like untapping, uh, like with Twiddle, you can untap a mana vault or something sometimes, also. So,
1: yeah, and and the thing is, where where if you play like if you play like a mono green aggro deck, uh, you can have play uh, tranquility uh, for three mana, yep. uh, which their abyss gets a trigger before you play it. Yep. But with emerald charm, yep. just yeah. kill the abyss.
2: Yeah, I think emerald charm is probably like top three in the set. It's so good.
0: Yeah, it makes the the combo deck, I'd say. Yep. Uh, since we uh, did have a uh, Noobcom winner with uh, Twiddlewalt without scryings, uh, uh, yeah. I think it makes the deck very 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 consistent yep. uh, and as you mentioned Annual dreams uh, energy f- flux uh, it's like uh, uh, yeah, and,
2: yeah. and yeah.
1: B- but the thing is if people are playing um i'm not pr- so happy playing that uh, <laughs> twiddle Walt deck if everyone is playing like goblin vandals and stuff yeah. um, I, um, okay uh, yeah, so, right. so 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 it, it depends on what what people are playing if they're playing yep. Yankee creature decks uh if if everyone is playing like janed uh jaund tempo <laughs> decks or or like uh, they are, they n- are. natural order decks i want to play it with Uh every day <laughs> uh, but if people are playing weird <laughs> weird uh decks uh with goblin vandals or or weird control decks i am not a happy camper um, yeah
0: well, I yeah. think it's the most versatile card in the set, probably. Yeah. Uh, as it, you mentioned, it does everything it needs to. I and mean... you can play it in the green creature decks also, since it takes care yeah. of Abyss yeah. and mo. And, and,
2: like, losing flying is not irrelevant. Like, say you have an Emissions Factory and they attack with a Hypnotic Spectre. Like, surprise. Yeah. Spectre loses yeah. flying and I block and kill it. Like, yeah. Yeah. it's not just a fringe case. It's actually a legit, uh, like, yeah. Use the flying mm. to dip or whatever it's relevant
0: yep well let's leave it at that uh, my fourth pick is uh, the wildfire emissary bum, bum, bum. it's a uh, one red and three colorless uh, and it's a two four it it uh, passes the lightning bolt test uh, and the most important uh, static ability in the card or the ability overall is that it's got protection from white also Uh, you can pump it for one red and one colorless, and it gets plus one plus zero to another turn so basically i have one pick left of this but basically (laughs) all i have Mm. picked my whole young deck (laughs) that i (laughs) uh, ended up with uh, playing uh i was playing nature's lures uh, pillages and um, i think two wildfire emissaries yep. in the end or something like that uh, and they're really good uh as i mentioned you don't get to lightning bolt it and you don't get the sorts of plowshares uh, and then and and it f- burns through your mesa pegasus yep so i i think it's a solid solid threat uh, for it just costs uh, four mana consider- that's the problem exactly yeah. well no i think four is it's the top of your curve there uh, wha- f- what's the problem with that
1: i think he, he uh, well in seb's deck it actually costs three because he has nature's Lore. <laughs> yeah so, sure. so he, he's like he ramps into this and then he ramps again so he can pump it really much against the Pegasus <laughs> deck
0: Yeah. Truth. i think the b- main problem is uh, blue elemental blast i guess
1: yeah
0: uh, but if you're playing green red if 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 you're not like leaning on red so much uh, i think it's fine but th- that's probably the main problem
1: i think there's a lot more blue elemental blast in this format than in uh, ordinary swedish old school
0: mm-hmm. yep. uh
1: because why the, do you think that uh because red gets a lot uh, of boost uh mm-hmm. you don't want to play a deck without a lot of blue elemental blasts when people are playing goblin grenades vandals yeah. um pillages whatever it's like you can get so much value for the blue elemental blasts uh, in this set so mm. i think that's probably the worst part about playing wildfire emissary yeah uh if you're expecting a lot of white decks without blue, uh, it's gonna be great.
0: Yeah, but
2: you have yeah, your um, own Rebs for their Babs.
0: so it's I slight. guess so. <laughs> you need you need to have the, the you, since it's the only way you can deal with it. Also, I guess so. Oh.
1: So, yeah. so terror, dark banishing, and blue elemental Blast.
0: Mm. Uh, and uh, we, I, we I haven't seen any dark vanishings in people's decks yet but uh, it's another card you mentioned there that makes black better I, I
1: i think i think terror as a card is underplayed so yeah it is yeah uh so uh, and with a lot of river boas running around or what's what what's it said when snakes move um slither Slither, <laughs> a lot of river boas slithering around. <laughs> <laughs> I think, I <laughs> think the killer re- re- berry creatures are are better. So, so yeah. yeah, I don't know. I've been on a crusade to say that terror is a better card than people give it credit. So, but I think
0: river boas actually swim.
1: <laughs> do these? they uh, okay, yeah, yeah, they do. Yeah, they do. Uh, it's so hard with animals. Uh, <laughs> I don't know. It's like.
0: let's go to Anton's last pick.
1: Yeah, uh, my
2: last pick was Nature's Lore, uh, but I'll say Serrated Arrows instead. Okay. Because I do like colorless ways to remove creatures. So Mm -hmm. Serrated Arrows is a four-mana artifact uh, that enters the battlefield with three counters on it. And you can remove a counter by tapping it, and uh, it deals or puts a minus one minus one counter on target creature. And at your upkeep, uh, when it doesn't have any more counters, you sacrifice it. So, this, yeah. uh, this card is like, yeah, you can fit it in many decks. Um, it deals with River Boa, which is a imminent threat in Scrying's. Uh, it can't be regenerated with minus, minus, minus one. Uh, it's also a good like card in just transmute artifact decks, like having a miter. Um, yeah, I box. thought
0: about transmute also.
2: Yeah. For... Yep. Uh, so uh, yeah, I think it's solid. And we already I'll...
0: mentioned one toughness being uh, like more prevalent in sc- with scrying. So yeah, yeah, for sure. You, you can use it on Mishras even. Yeah, and it's know, I mean
2: counters. it stays. It's very relevant that the yeah. counter sticks. Uh, yep. So. Yeah, I um I was very happy to see it and like I have some like limited um uh experience with with uh, this card so
1: yeah. And yeah. we we have to, yeah, we have to remember the pump knights white and yeah. uh, black in this format which it actually kills. Uh, yeah. yeah,
0: and the goblins.
1: Uh, yeah. yeah. So. I think I think people who hasn't played with the knights don't under understand how good they are. Um uh, mm-hmm. Um that that's what you see when when you play like um when you play Atlantic, they mm. are often four power with first strike and that's a beater. Yeah. Yeah, yeah it is. Uh, so 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 yeah, serrated arrows, if people are playing the good creatures in this set and uh, not just combo decks, I think serrated arrows are really good. Yeah. Mm.
0: Agreed. Uh I the only problem is it costs one to four maybe it should have been three or something and i haven't seen i think we tried out i thought more of it yep. but since uh, we're addressing a meta that doesn't exist really <laughs> uh, I, I i can see it being more played if more people played scryings and tried out more creature based decks yeah uh, i could really see it being good
1: uh, and, uh, and it's a cheap card to buy um, money wise cool. so so you can just get a couple and be happy with your life yeah, I think
0: that goes for most of the cards we talked about, uh, uh, thankfully. Uh, uh.
1: Yeah, not
2: the Dreadnought, but we haven't talked about that.
0: No. And natural yeah, we mag- haven't talked about that. No, <laughs>
1: we, we are not going to talk about that.
0: No. So wh- what are we going to talk about uh, yeah, your, for your well, last pick?
1: Uh, my last pick is actually a card that fits in an archetype we have mentioned, and that is Magma Mine. Oh, I'm thank you. Nice. Uh, Magma Mine is so th- uh, makes uh, the Power Monolith so much better. Yeah. Because you don't need a colored mana to go off. Uh, usually you win with a Fireball or a, uh, Fireball in the in the Power Monolith deck. With this card, you only need one uh, colorless mana, which you get infinite amount from the Power Artifact.
2: Read what it does. For
1: our listeners. Oh, I'm sorry. Uh, an artifact for one mana. Uh, for four mana, you can put a fuse counter on it, uh, and you can do it as many times you want each turn, and then you can sacrifice it to to shoot it. Uh, the amount of damage equal to the number of fuse counters on it. Yeah, you tap it and sacrifice it. So uh, yeah, yeah. So so basically, also boom in, is the okay. text. Yeah, <laughs> and and the thing with this deck in the power monolith also, uh, you can. You can play it out beforehand. Yep. Um, uh, you don't have to wait until you have assembled the combo. So if you have multiple, you can just put it there. And you can actually pump it for four mana and kill a one toughness creature with it if you want. Or eight mana to kill a two toughness creature.
2: And yeah. the most important part in the whole deck is that it's transmutable. You yeah. can fi- you can find two combo pieces uh, with transmute artifact now. So yeah, yeah, yeah. the... Even-
0: Sacrifice uh, mocks or something small. Yeah. Uh, or, or, or like mana walls, I guess.
2: Yeah. Or serrated uh, arrows
0: with no counters on it left. So yeah, there
2: are. <laughs> it's uh, I th- I I really think Power Monolith like the controlish style, is a strong deck in the format now. So. Yeah.
1: I haven't yeah. I haven't tried the uh, the controlish variant. We yeah. tried to make it as fast as possible. Yeah. Um, and it yeah we, we didn't really like it so so if i'm gonna play power monolith i'm gonna i'm gonna talk to our mutual friend and yep. ask him for some lists and see what he has done and take mm-hmm. it from there yep uh, that's the best way to go about
0: yeah for sure uh, okay last card here uh what black I, card is this a young it's card not, it's not a black card it's a I, red card uh, <laughs> uh, I I don't know what what we had uh, what we did say when we picked cards, but I this is a card I w- want to see more of. Uh, n- no, okay. it's not the hammer. We did try. Uh, that,
1: that's the wor- That's one of the worst yeah. cards in the set. Yeah. yeah,
0: Okay, like we did see we did try building mm-hmm. Jukelhop sticks, and I think I tried. With, oh man, uh, that's so bad. Yeah, <laughs> I think I tried with some Orcish ish card uh, decks versions oh. of it also but it didn't really work and uh, uh yeah whatever i my last pick uh is uh, actually balduvian horde Ooh. <laughs> uh, it's it's a five five or four and it was really strong when uh, uh you played back in the days with it uh, uh, the problem is that you need to discard a card at random uh, from your hand uh, when you when it comes into play. And you can't really... Uh, do, do you need to have a card in hand? Uh, or do you need to do, bury it otherwise?
1: I'm not going to guess with old oracle text. No,
2: let's look it up. Because uh, we're educating today
0: yeah that's a big drawback anyhow uh to that you need to like discard. uh yeah you sacrifice
1: it if you don't discard yeah. a card random this is um, <laughs> uh um can i segue in another card when you mention this uh Seb? yeah Uh, A card which we haven't mentioned, which is Funeral Charm, which is a card that you can make someone discard a card at instant speed. If you only have one (laughs) card in hand when you play Baldurian Horde, they they can make you sacrifice it. Uh, Funeral Charm is a fun card. It Um, is.
0: uh, And that's probably how I drew it up thinking about Baldurian Horde. I thought about uh, maybe playing even Mono Red. uh, A lot of burn spells uh, and... uh, just having it there as a one or yeah. two uh threats uh, s- at four
1: sadly i think uh, if you play mono red you want to play goblins uh, and goblin grenade not four drops yeah, yeah. maybe uh, i like i just
0: want to make it work since i thought yeah. it it's such a cool card and i s- i don't really know how to make it work though so. i
1: think uh, for me uh Balevin horde is the worst card mention of all 15. Uh, yeah. Yeah, uh, yeah.
0: yeah no, I uh, 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 I went out with a bang. <laughs> yeah, I
1: thought <laughs> I thought you were going to give us a black card for your John deck which could have been funeral charm stoop or 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 something else. Um
0: yeah, we have uh, some of those I was thinking of, about like having Spirit of the Night is also, but that's for Reanimator or even uh, Eureka. Well, I was I was thinking a lot of Eureka. Uh, well, the f- the this.
1: thing with Spirit of the Night, it's uh, not great in Reanimator. Uh,
0: it has protection from it's black. It is a legend or It has protection, protection from black. From black. Yeah. Okay, okay, okay.
1: So yeah. you have to animate it with All Hallows Eve. Yeah, I see. So uh, there, there's, a, the, the, it's so weird that it has protection from black uh-huh. and not protection from white. So I mean, yeah. each 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 song's shade is a lot better. Uh, I think yeah,
2: the shade yeah.
1: is good, but
0: mm. maybe it's you. It's cool in uh, Eureka. Somehow getting it out there. I guess it's it's a better Lord of the Pit, uh, for sure. Yeah, uh, but no, uh, yeah. That's uh, that's all all we wrote up, I guess. But uh, I guess as... like
2: Balduvian Horde, Seb, uh, you could try to go with some, like weird reanimate strategy w- with them, like Crofican Horror or whatever, to abuse its drawback for a cheap 5-5. I don't know. There's probably some um, shenanigan way to break it, but yeah, I agree. What I know and what I've seen, it's pretty bad.
1: <laughs> yeah, I mean it. It basically when it got released, I don't think it was such a great card. But people thought about oh, juice and Gin was so good, exactly. and it's like yeah. now we have a new juice and, Gin yeah. and it spiked in price. And it's like it's
0: mm. it's ninety percent uh, like f- that for me, I guess. Yeah. Uh, that cool. I, I Maybe I should have gone with uh, Aaron the Relentless instead. <laughs> uh, That's Yeah. He got uh, haste. It's a five-two. you can regenerate. it. Yeah, Aaron is cool. Uh,
1: but, we yeah. s- no one mentioned the most played card in ranks?
0: Uh Laton's legacy. Yeah. Or? Yeah. yeah, yeah. No,
1: we, we mentioned we, it earlier on. Yeah, I but think the, uh,
0: all of us thought a bit around how sh- what yeah. what our cards should be, and those being yeah. played are probably not the ones we we talk about. Uh, no. We have no. some other cool cards uh, as a, also like noble benefactor. I think some people try to. Kalle Nord
1: has played a four Noble benefactor deck, I think.
0: Yeah. Uh, it's like you get if it, it's a 2-2 two, two for three, and if you sacrifice it or if it dies, you get to search up a card, but your opponent also gets yeah. to do it. So yeah.
1: But you sacrifice it end of their turn and get Mind Twist and Mind Twist their whole hand. <laughs> yeah. It's, so they can't play the card they get. Uh,
0: I think we made the Par make a Source Weirding deck also. Uh, that did not work out good.
1: <laughs> um, I mean, Par and search Weirding is... Um, yeah, th- th- that's a weird relationship. It's <laughs> <Yeah. that's> been <laughs> ongoing for a long time. <laughs> um, yeah,
2: we uh, also have Elvilo.
0: Rene- oh, sorry, Enduring Renewal also a card like you... Uh, like, there's a bunch of cards you try to break. Yeah, and that's a card where you play your hand up face, and if you draw a creature card uh you discard it when a creature goes to graveyard from play you put it in your hand again
2: but Uh, is it is it ashnell's altar which is the comma piece in old school with that one or because we don't have a goblin um, bombardment i don't know what else like sacrifice Why outlets it
0: or? no but you need yeah,
2: to you I... actually want to loop your cmc zero creatures and go back so you have an effect that sacrifices a creature and you get him back
0: ah, i mean like that yeah uh we did see brother ben play uh, a deck with uh, altar benefactor <laughs> and two renewals <laughs> okay yeah cool renewables. cool i think he played uh, eggs and I don't know what. Uh, mm-hmm. we, we can't uh, address Brother Ben directly <laughs> No, because, it, uh, it's hard. <laughs> he, he works on another tier than yeah. we do. Yeah. Uh, he's, he's on a, another level. On, a, on another plane. <laughs> yeah, for sure.
2: But like, just goes with saying that Scrying says a lot of interesting shit. Uh, I want to just name Anvil of Bogarden as well as a crazy combo card with Chains of Mephistopheles uh, and we agreed that Seb should do some uh, talking about rulings there whenever yeah. he feels like it. If,
0: uh, if people manage to stick mm. through with it till this uh, I will give them to it give them now the listen on uh, Bonnie talking about Chains uh, uh, decks in uh, Scryings for five minutes.
4: Hello, Bonnie. Hello. Nice I... to hear you.
0: you. <laughs> nice to hear you. I don't have I don't have time for pleasantries.
4: Okay. Uh, What's I, on I, the table? I
0: only, I only rang you up because uh, our very good uh, friend, Mister Glanz, he wanted uh, us to talk briefly about Anvil of Bogardian and Chains of Mephistopheles, and that's on your table, uh, I presume. Yes. So, the big question is, what happens?
4: Well, essentially, it's uh, regarding hand size, it's the same thing as having uh, two chains and one howling mine, i.e. your hand size is, is fixed. Whatever, However many cards you start your hand with at the start of turn is the same number of cards you will have after your draw phase. However, the sequence is slightly different uh, in the case of uh, Envelope but Garden.
0: To, 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 to pause step one step back. When the uh, draw phase step is over, Mm. your hand size should be exactly the same as when it started.
4: Yes, unless you intentionally cast one of your cards drawn, of course, but yeah.
0: So, but you're not going one card up? No. Okay, so tell me what happens then.
4: All right, so you start your draw for turn. Mm -hmm. Perfect. Chains gets really happy because uh, now you have a card in hand. Mm.
3: Uh,
4: So then uh, anvil triggers uh, which lets you draw another card uh, in response to that Anvil you can uh, you have a window of casting uh, The card you draw uh, for turn if it was an instant or if you, have, okay, any so you, other so you cards. have a
0: brief window there Where you can actually do something at least
4: yes, okay uh, After that windows have closed uh, Anvil uh, triggers uh, says draw a card, but then Shane uh, says no. wait wait a moment. I have Satan's chains here uh, You have to first discard a card Mm-hmm. So, if you did, then you draw a card and then you discard a card uh, for Anvil. If you did not have a card to discard, say you use the Lightning Bolt to draw as the first card, uh, then you just get to mill your top card instead of drawing. So, essentially, you, you draw, discard, draw, discard. Okay. Hmm? Easy peasy.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I still. It's the sequencing of... Uh, okay, I, I do remember having the same amount of cards in my hand as after the draw step is finished. That's the key rule there, yeah, I yeah. guess. If the, you're not doing anything else or nothing happens in between.
4: Yeah, and, and it's, it's actually quite interesting, interesting if you compare it to the one Howling Mine and two Chains, which instead, mm-hmm. it, it's the same net result. You, you don't gain any cards, but then it's draw, discard, discard, draw. But if you okay. didn't, if you couldn't discard two, then it's just draw discard mill. So. Yeah. Same, same. Uh, but Shane's Anvil is draw discard, draw discard.
0: <laughs> OK, okay. I, I don't know if I got if I got an, any wiser, but I, I I got some key points on how to go about if this happens. And you actually built one of these uh, Decks with scrying, right?
4: Yeah, I think it's one of the best cards in scrying. And, and if you are discussing Shane's and Amberlyn's scrying, please don't forget Shane's and the Teferi's puzzle box.
0: Teferi's puzzle box. Which
4: is okay. essentially uh, mind twist every turn.
0: Yeah, because uh, Teferi's uh, puzzle box lets you. Uh, <laughs> okay, it, during your draw phase. You count the card in your hand, then you put the cards on the bottom of your library, and you draw on more cards. Yeah, but you don't have any to
4: discard, so you instead just mill that many cards.
0: So, still you have a brief brief moment where you might be able to play an instant, I guess. Yeah,
4: that you already had in hand, but you won't be able to play anything off your library. Once the first puzzle box is on the battlefield, there will be no more cards played.
0: Okay. Why is that? Because you, you're during your draw phase. Okay. It okay. Oh. oh yeah.
4: Post-out. Oh, sorry. It was during the draw, f- draw phase. I thought the first pass box was like during your upkeep or something. No, it's but you're right. Yeah. You your still, yeah. You still have your uh, window of of instant opportunity. Uh, uh,
0: but it's one card then, or something like that. Yes. It's it's the first card, because then you're just going to. Or how does it go about?
4: The first card. And if that was an instant, you can cast it before shuffling it in with the puzzle box.
0: Okay. And then basically all you do is mill. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. 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 I think we got a bit wiser. And and it's actually
4: then you mill and then you win. (laughs) That's the whole point of chains, right? Yeah. You win. Yeah. I win.
0: Yeah. Since you played the... Puzzle Box, you don't even need anything else, right?
4: Rack would have been good, I guess, or just yeah, more cards in your library. than.
0: As long as you play the uh, first Puzzle Box in your turn, uh, hopefully, depends on who, yeah, hopefully you're up in card count in your library, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay. Something to look forward to when playing tryings
4: Absolutely. I can fondly recommend it.
0: Thanks for joining in on our and con- telling us what happens.
4: Give my love to Anton. Yeah. <laughs> Bye. Bye.
0: And uh, I guess that's all, folks. Right?
2: Yeah. Play, please, uh, please, drawings. It's great.
0: Yeah. I think uh, we decided to put together some sort of tournament now, and I really want to play my jump cards, uh, so... <laughs> yeah, we, so.
2: Ha- we had to set a date and everything, and then Oland went and uh, hosted a regular Swedish old-school tournament, specifically yeah. that date instead, so... I mean,
1: uh. <laughs> We set that date, quote unquote. Who are those? Uh, we. Uh, it's me and Anton, Gordon. And... Go- Gordon
2: a, lo- a lot of fins, a lot of fins in the Discord uh, yeah, weapon Discord. Gordon and people. Gordon oh.
1: agreed with me that we should play my tournament that. <laughs> yeah, <time>. <laughs> so <laughs> he stabbed well,
0: you. you, you he tricked stabbed him you hard. Yeah, I'm not surprised. <laughs> uh, if I, it always goes with the cool kids. Yeah, yeah. Anton, you and I, we will need to fix this.
2: Yeah, for sure. More scryings. Can't yeah. we
1: play scryings on the Sunday that weekend and make it <laughs> a whole weekender?
0: Yeah. It's hard when you when you have kids to dedicate a whole weekend of
1: uh, of well, play. Well, well, then you have then you take the kids the whole next weekend and then it's the Borås spelconvent uh, the week uh, after that. Yeah. No, it's actually it's exactly two yeah. weeks between. Yeah. Uh, so, so yeah, you have to deal deal and wheel some some there. With I'll your trading that. skills. You have a lot of mad skills at trading magic card sets, so you can <laughs> exactly. use it here. <laughs> uh,
0: thanks for joining. And uh, uh, hopefully we will talk about more fun stuff uh, in a couple of weeks or so. Uh, thanks. Bye-bye out there. Bye. Bye.
5: was a good boy, friendly like me, he liked to enjoy music, and to make happy everybody, he sang, played guitar, all over the country. In small towns, a big cities And now, and now, he doesn't play guitar But play machine in Ghana in Vietnam He plays machine in Ghana in Vietnam Hence for fidelity To the striped stars of flag and liberty And now and now he doesn't play guitar but play machining gun in Vietnam He plays machining gun in Vietnam
3: lasing machining gun